0: Welcome to the Knoxville Christian Center podcast, where everybody is somebody and Jesus is Lord. Today we want to look at this thought. The generation that sees all the end time signs taking place at the same time will be the generation that sees our Lord's return. People say, well, there's been signs for 2,000 years. But this doesn't say one sign, it says when you see all of them come together in at one time, that is the last generation. So that's what I don't want to look at today. This is an exciting day. I do believe we're the last generation before Christ comes back. And the Word of God also says, I may preach on that at another time, says that those in the last days will be strong and do exploits. How many want to be strong and do exploits or be depressed? <laughs> okay. I believe we can be strong and do exploits. So today we want to look at that thought. We cannot know the hour of the Lord's return, but we can know the generation that will see his return. Matthew 24:32. Go through these things and let's see if you believe that the signs are here and that this is the generation. Matthew 24:32. Now learn a parable of the fig tree. When his branch is yet tender and put forth leaves, you know that summer <clears throat> is nigh. So just like there are signs that reveal summer, there are signs that reveal the last generation that will see the second coming of Christ. <clears throat> so likewise, ye, when ye shall see all these things, all these things, see all these things... <clears throat> Know that it is near even at the door when you see all these signs happening at one time. Verily I say unto you, this generation shall not pass until all these things be fulfilled. So the generation that sees all of these signs, it says that will be the last generation and they will not pass away until the Lord comes back. The generation that sees all these signs happening at the same time is the last generation. Look at verse 36. But that day and hour knoweth no man. When you hear people saying they know the day and they know the hour and they know the exact time, that is a false prophet. (laughs) Because Jesus said no one knows that exact time except Father God himself. Then uh, you, you cannot know the day or the hour, but you can know the generation. Verse 40. Then shall two be in the field, the one shall be taken, the other left. This is the rapture. It takes place before the end of that last generation, before those people all die off. Verse 44, therefore, be also ready, for in such an hour as ye think not, the Son of Man cometh. So it says, be ready all the time. Have me know we need to be ready all the time because we do not know when the Lord's coming back for us individually. Uh, right now he's coming back for us one at a time <laughs> hey. so you can never afford not to be ready and be fasted up, prayed up, fired up and ready to go up somebody say amen. amen therefore be also ready for in such an hour as you think not the Son of Man cometh, well I just don't know if this is last generation or not it could be another two or three hundred years, so let me show you something for in such an hour as you think not. You're one of the signs. <laughs> like a if you say that. You think not. Somebody say something. Amen. Therefore be ye also ready. For in such an hour as you think not. The son of man cometh. So people saying well you could be another two or three hundred years. That's, in, that's people who think not. You see this is a sign when you think not. How do we recognize this generation? Jesus told us. The man, the day Jesus Christ comes back, will be like the days of Noah and Lot. So let's look at what those days were like. Uh, Matthew 24, verse 37. But as the days of Noah were, so also will the coming of the Son of Man be. Verse 38. For as in the days before the flood, They were eating and drinking and marrying and giving in marriage until the day that Noah entered the ark. They were continuing as usual, ignoring the preacher, and not getting ready. Eating, drinking, and marrying is not the sign. It's a sign people are ignoring the sign. (laughs) Going on as usual without repenting and making things right. They ignored Noah, just like a lot of people ignore this preacher and all preachers. Genesis six eleven, The earth also was corrupt before God. And the, and the people were very evil and wicked. And look at this sign. And the earth was filled with violence. That's the main reason that the Lord God destroyed that old uh, world. The old world was because of violence. Violence is a sign. Would you please look around? Violence is everywhere. Verse 13 And God said to Noah, The end of all flesh has come before me, for the earth is filled with violence through them. And behold, I will destroy them with the earth. I know some people say, Well, it's always been this way. It has not. I, I grew up in the fifties and early sixties and I'm telling you right now we could go to bed and go to sleep and never lock the door and leave the keys in the car. Amen. It's a different world now. Amen. Most people are living in fear constantly because they never know who they're, when they're going to be attacked or robbed. People have businesses are living on the edge and a lot of people are carrying nine millimeter nine millimeter guns tucked in their belt. I can't even say it. And uh, it's a great, horrible day of violence. And uh, violence is uh, the end of... And God said to Noah, The end of all flesh has come before me, for the earth is filled with violence through them, through the people, and behold, I will destroy them with the earth. And so God is saying, I'm about ready to do it again. Vengeance is mine, I will repay. It's not going to be water this time. <laughs> the Lord destroyed them because the earth was filled with violence. Today, mass murder, rape, beheadings, sex, slavery, gang warfare, the cartel, al-Qaeda, jihads, and ISIS. Violence, violence, violence. Luke chapter 17, verse 28, the Lord gives us another sign likewise as it was in the days of lot they ate they drank they bought they sold they planted they built and so they ignored the problem and lived as usual even though they were very wicked and they had lot there as a witness but they would not talk to him they even threatened him in verse 29 but on the day that lot went out of sodom Jesus said this. He said, well, I don't believe God destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah. Well, Jesus believed it. <clears throat> because he was there. <laughs> He's been the Son of God ever, ever as long as God's been God. Uh, but on the day that Lot went out, this is Jesus speaking. Uh, on the day that Lot. Let I me mean, know it doesn't matter what you believe. It matters what the Bible says. And if you believe what the A Bible believes, then you're okay and it matters what you believe. But if you do not believe the Bible, you're not believing, it's not going to change it. It's not going to change it. But on the day that Lot went out of Sodom, it rained fire and brimstone from heaven and destroyed them all. Jesus says this happened. Verse 30, even so will it be in the day when the Son of Man is revealed. It'll be like Sodom and Gomorrah. Society will be like Sodom at the second coming. Sodom and Gomorrah. Uh, Genesis 19, 1. The two angels arrived at Sodom in the evening. And Lot had moved there to live. uh, Which was, was the cousin of Abraham. And Lot was sitting in the gateway of the city. Verse 2. My lords, he said. He addressed the angels as lords. Please turn aside to your servant's house. In other words, uh, come and spend some time in my house. Verse 4, before they had gone to bed, all the men every, in it, from every part of the city of Sodom, both young and old, surrounded the house. Notice it says all the men. All the men surrounded the house. This is in the Bible. Should I read it? Should I read it? Verse 5. They called to Lot. Where are the men who came to you tonight? Bring them out to us so we can have sex with them. They thought these were young men. They were angels. You don't want to get the two mixed up. (laughs) Verse 7. Lot said, No, my friends, don't do this wicked thing. Verse 9. And they said, This fellow... Uh, wants to play the judge so they got really mad at him and they said we will treat you worse than them so they had a sign a a revelation from God that what they were doing was not pleasing to God and they flat didn't care like many right around us today you see they said we'll rape you if you don't get out of our way and they said this fella wants to play the judge we will treat you worse than them They moved forward to break down the door to get to those, what they thought were young men. The angels, uh, not just being young men, but angels struck them blind to stop them. This is in the Bible, in the Word of God. God's Word is inerrant, and it is uh, the last word on everything. Well, I don't believe it. On Judgment Day, you will believe it. And so will everybody else. And God destroyed them. Jesus said he did. And the old, in this story, of uh, Sodom and Gomorrah, it says God rained down suffer and brimstone and uh, fire, whatever you call it, and destroyed them all. There comes a time that a loving, compassionate God says, I can't let this go on any longer because people are destroying each other. That's why he ended the old world, that's why he destroyed Sodom, and he's going to bring judgment on this world because of all the violence and the wickedness and people forcing ungodly things on people who want to be godly. Now pay attention, there have always been homosexuals, but this is about militant homosexuals who are attempting to force their will and lifestyle on others. Some of my best friends are homosexual. I love them like family. I die for them. And time to almost got in a fight for them. <laughs> yeah. But it's not talking about the friendly homosexual. He's talking about the militant one that's trying to ram it down our throat and make us accept it and say it's right when it's wrong. And, and I, I mean... If you only love people you agree with, you're not going to love anybody. <laughs> and so I don't agree with them on their lifestyle, but at the same time, I love them and care about them. And many of them love and care about me. Yeah. But this is, this says when you see militant homosexuals trying to ram their lifestyle down other people's throat. And uh, that kind of behavior, it says that's a sign of the last day. Amen. No, I didn't say it. Take it up with Jesus. Well, that's hate speech. Uh, Actually, you're closer to hate speech than me, because if you're wrong, you're sending people to hell. That's hate. Can you say amen? There have always been homosexuals, but this is about militant homosexuals who are attempting to force their will and lifestyle on others. I may love you and care about you, but I do not have to agree with you. And America become so petty, if people disagree with them, they have a heart attack. Yeah. You know what they told me when I disagreed with somebody? Grow up! Yeah. Just grow up and learn to love and tolerate everybody. Grow up! It's time we went back to that, telling people to grow up. Quit getting your feelings hurt every time somebody looks at you, cross up. You see, this is a sign of the last generation. Jesus said, as in the days of Lot... Now, there's a lot of other things. God's judgment is coming upon all the disobedient. Jesus prophesied that Jerusalem would be destroyed, and the Jews scattered and brought back to Jerusalem. This, to me, is one of the greatest signs that's just totally irrefutable. Uh, The the Jewish people were scattered all over the world for 2,000 years. Did you know that? In Luke chapter 19, verse 44, Jesus says... They will level you, Jerusalem, to the ground and your children within you and they will not leave in you one stone upon another because you did not recognize the time of your visitation. What's he saying? He's saying because you rejected me and you did not recognize me as your Messiah, you did not recognize me as the Son of God, Jerusalem is going to be leveled to the ground. Well, the, Jesus was so loving and compassionate he said Jerusalem is going to be destroyed, and it was. This is not in the future. This has already happened, and it's in the history books. I'm a history major, and I've studied it. And all you got to do is look it up, and it really happened. Jesus says, because you did not... Receive me, you'll be destroyed. You see, God is a God of compassion, but also a God of vengeance. Vengeance is mine. I will repay, say the Lord. A lot of Christians have made Jesus, God, into a big teddy bear. He is a loving, compassionate God. He wants to help you and bless you. That's his goal. That's his purpose. But if we continue to rebel against him, he is also justice and vengeance. If people mistreat you and don't repent... He's going to have vengeance on them because they mistreated you. Vengeance is mine. And we're told not to seek revenge because God would do it for us. And so vengeance has to come uh, for him to be a just God. He can't let people mistreat us and abuse us and not hold those people accountable. And he can't allow us to abuse and mistreat each other and tell lies and things on each other without holding us accountable either. Christians. Luke chapter 21, verse 20, look at this. But when you see Jerusalem surrounded by armies, then know that its desolation is near. Now, he prophesied this right before they crucified him. Verse 22, for these are the days of vengeance. Read that with me. For these are the days of vengeance. All who reject Jesus Christ will pay a high price. Verse 24, and they will fall by the edge of the sword and be led astray, uh, I'm sorry, be led away captive into all nations, and Jerusalem will be trampled by Gentiles until the time of the Gentiles are fulfilled. What does that say? That Gentiles are going to take over Israel and take over Jerusalem, and uh, when the time of the Gentiles is fulfilled, They'll be driven out of Jerusalem and the Jews will have control of Jerusalem again. You see that? You see who said that? Jesus. See, if you don't believe the Bible, we have nothing to talk about. Because <laughs> I believe every word in this Bible. <laughs> and Jerusalem will be trampled by Gentiles un- until the times of the Gentiles are fulfilled. You've been listening to the Knoxville Christian Center podcast. Click subscribe so you don't miss Dr. Barry Culberson's weekly messages. For more information or to email a comment, head over to KnoxvilleChristianCTR.org. Coming up next week will be part two of The Signs. Don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss a message. The Knoxville Christian Center, where everybody is somebody and Jesus is Lord.